Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Alex here. And this is episode 277 of the Market Adventures podcast. This is a very special week because on a normal day, we talk about the stock market. But this week is not so normal, and you're going to hear it. This entire week is all about cryptocurrency. But I'm not a crypto guy, as you well know. So I went and found one of the most successful crypto investors out there and got him on the show for us. The feature series this week is going to be led by Shahar Abrams. And I asked him to demystify cryptocurrency for us, to open up a yet another avenue for us to pursue financial freedom, which is what we're all about here. I don't want to ramble on too much because I know that you want to start hearing about this stuff, and I know that I want to start hearing about this stuff right away. If there's another avenue to make some money, I know I want in on it. So without further ado, let's listen to Shahar teach us how to make passive income using cryptocurrency. Enjoy. All right. Uh, hey, everyone. Um, I'm Shahar Abrams. Um, I uh, am uh, coming to you from the deep south here in Atlanta, uh, where I also grew up. I grew up in Birmingham, Alabama, um, and I love crypto and I want to talk to you about crypto and how you can use crypto to um, do things you probably didn't think were possible, both kind of financially for yourself and um, just, you know, as utility of, of different applications and how you think about banking, how you think about finances, even how you think about art and stuff like that. If we get, there, if we get there, if we get there, no, we definitely have to get there. Cause that is the new, that's a new craze. So tell us how, about how you got into, how you got into crypto. Yeah. So I, I always had a kind of fascination with tech and with financial markets. So when I, kind of really found crypto in 2017. It was a perfect storm for me of, you know, this was something that literally combined tech and uh, personal finance and financial markets in just like the most unique, incredible way. Um, And, you know, I had, I think like a lot of people, I had heard about crypto and and Bitcoin particularly, you know, before 2017. Um, But for whatever reason, you know, I kind of ignored it, you know, and I, I, um, Passed it off as, you know, I'll look into that later or, you know, this, you know, seems like a fad or seems stupid, you know, or or something like that. And then I, you know, something happened in 2017. Um, I don't know exactly what spurred it, but, you know, I I got a book that actually explained, you know, the the tech blockchain and Bitcoin and what this stuff was doing. And I read that book um, on a plane as I was actually flying from D.C. where I was working uh, at IBM back to Birmingham. And by the time I, the plane landed in Birmingham, I knew that I wanted to devote my life to uh, crypto and blockchain technology. And so that, that really, that, that's how it happened. And then ever since then, it's been just kind of like a steady staircase, sometimes slide down the rabbit hole 
deeper and deeper. Um, and, you know, and, and now I'm uh, blessed that I get to do that uh, full time every day. And I just get to focus on crypto and focus on teaching new people about crypto and bringing in new people um, and helping them understand kind of the right way to get involved in crypto and understand the risks associated with it, because that's very important. And um, I love it. it. It's great. I, I uh, here in Atlanta now, I host, uh, you know, some meetup groups. Um, I'm very involved in the community locally um, and I'm working with, you know, uh, different kind of organizations um, to just, you know, really get the word out and, and do kind of what I said, help people understand the space and, and the asset class and what it can do for them and the right way to get involved in it. Did you end up leaving IBM immediately when this thing piqued your interest or did you did, did you work on this while you were still at IBM? Yeah, so I actually ended up working on it while I was at IBM. So IBM, um, you know, w was trying to take advantage um, of the trend they saw coming. Um, and they, uh, I was, uh, so I was working, you know, in DC as a federal sector, public sector consultant for IBM. Mm -hmm. So my day to day was, you know, working on projects for big federal government agencies to try and help them out, right, uh, in various ways. Um, and IBM was at, at the time actually just sort of standing up um, their federal sector consulting blockchain practice. Um, and at the time, it was like one guy. Um, uh, what year was this? Um, late 2017. Yeah, it, it was one guy by the time I joined, which was kind of at the end of 2018, because I needed to take time to really learn the stuff um, and and uh, show kind of my passion and bother enough people um, to where they eventually let me join the practice. And so I joined uh, uh, Mark Fisk's practice, uh, the partner, um, at, and officially uh, in late 2018. And I was probably the third or, or fourth person, I think the third, um, to join the practice at the time. And then... By um, mid kind of 2020, or sorry, by, you know, the, I, I should say the beginning of 2020, which is kind of where the practice peaked, you know, we had over, you know, 20 some um, uh, consultants working there. Um, and, you know, I was one of the top people. I was leading one of the largest, one of our largest projects uh, with the U.S. Postal Service, which was a project around using blockchain to track international mail. Um, and it was basically sort of like an NFT blockchain where every mail piece was sort of like an NFT and we would track what happened to it as it got moved from party to party from the postal service to the, um, to, to Delta airlines, right. That took the mail across the ocean to, you know, Deutsche Post that picked it up from there and tried to take it the last mile. Um, and it, it was a really interesting, it was a great use case. Um, and it was a really interesting project. And unfortunately, you know, what happened is, um, we had this uh, pandemic, you know, called uh, COVID um, that came in and shut down international mail overnight, by the way. I saw it happen in real time. It was like one day, you know, because one day all the major airlines were flying and then the next day they all decided, you know what, we're not going to fly like at all. Um, and so now you have nowhere for the mail to go. And so all this mail started just piling up, you know, at these international facilities. Nobody was going to take it. And it was complete mayhem, Right. Our clients were, plus their souls, right, were just in complete state of mayhem, right? They, they were the ones in, they're literally the ones in charge of international mail operations now. Like, there is no international mail operations, like one day, right? 
Um, and, you know, they still had trucking and they had, you know, other stuff they could do. They ended up putting a bunch of on boats, right? They, they did. They tried all sorts of crazy stuff. But the bottom line was uh, no one was paying attention to, you know, international, um, you know, mail system innovation with blockchain anymore um, all of a sudden. And so um, uh, that, <laughs> that, you know, that, that, that was kind of long, a, a bit of a tangent. But, um, you know, I, I uh, did a, a couple more projects after that. And I eventually left IBM at, at the beginning of this year in 2021 um, when, you know, I had really just done well enough off of crypto that um, it didn't really make sense for me anymore. And I knew I wanted to try, uh, you know, working in the space full time and kind of seeing what I could do there. Um, I was always more interested in the public um, cryptocurrencies, um, the Bitcoins and the Ethereums and all that stuff than building, you know, sort of the walled garden blockchains that we were doing at IBM. Um, and, uh, um, and a big reason I was able to do that was because of my favorite thing to talk about, which is crypto passive income. Um, so I, you know, believe that wealth is not, you know, some number that you hit in your bank account and now all of a sudden you can retire or whatever. Wealth is uh, an income stream, right? Wealth is a passive income stream that you build to the point where you're earning money independent of time. And that allows you to no longer uh, have to spend your time working for money. Right. Um, and so that's what crypto allowed me to do. Um, and now I, I try and spread the word. So when you say, you said that you did you you were doing well enough in crypto that that allowed you to leave IBM. Was it the passive that allowed you to leave IBM, or were you an active trader and that allowed you to leave IBM? Like which one freed you from having to go back to work there? The passive income, absolutely. Because trading, I mean, you and I, I know you do a lot of trading, like, and I do a lot of trading too. I, I don't day trade, but I um, I tried that, it didn't work out for me. But I, but um, I, you know, I do a lot of trading and, you know, to, to be like a full-time trader is really tough and, and not to mention really stressful. Um, you know, I've talked to a lot of great traders. I've had the privilege to meet lots of really great traders, especially in crypto. Um, and, you know, they all, it, it, the first thing they'll tell you is it's not for 99% of people to, you know, be doing that. Um, and, you know, you, it, it's kind it, it's a grind, you know, it's as much of a grind or more probably than like a regular job. Um, and, you know, it's just the people that are really good at it have this like disposition where like it's not work for them and they actually love it and they don't get stressed by it. And it's a whole nother kind of type of person. <laughs> like it's, it's really hard to, um, um, you know, it's really tough and it's really not easy is just what I want to kind of um, say. And that's not to say you can't do it. You certainly can. If that's like your dream. Like you should go for it. Um, and I love trading. I do it honestly because I, I love it. I think I make more money just as an investor, but um, trading is uh, uh, a lot of fun and really interesting. Um, so, you know, I like to do that too, but it, it certainly was, I, I guess I'm not the type of person that would have felt comfortable leaving based on like the idea that oh, I'm doing really well trading and I'm going to keep doing well. Um, it was the passive income that gave me that confidence. Okay, so so I guess a lot of people don't know, and, I, and I'm looking for an elaboration myself. I thought with cryptos, you're you make money when you buy and sell them, right? So so how how can you pay your rent if you're 
only if you're not buying and selling, which is trading. Like how how are you able to to sustain a living? Like what explain passive to me then, I guess. Absolutely. So um probably everyone is earning some passive income, right? If you have money in a uh, bank deposit or a savings account, or even just in your checking account, I think sometimes they'll pay you a little bit of interest on that, um, but it's just minuscule. So nobody like pays attention to it because the bank pays you, you know, less than a percent, usually less than half a percent um, on your savings account. Um, and that's because that's the way it's always been. Um, and you need the bank. Um, to hold your money. Your other option is to put it under the mattress or start your own bank, right? And then you'd have to go, you know, you'd have to pay millions of dollars to lawyers to even get set up as, as a bank. Um, so um, crypto has flipped that though on its head, which is what makes the really good um, passive income streams with crypto possible. Um, and I think, by the way, um, a lot of the kind of recent regulatory scrutiny that's been directed at crypto is honestly the the big dogs, the banks and the tra traditional financial sector starting to feel the heat a little bit and starting to realize like how much this is going to hollow them out because these services are just so, so much better. Yeah. Um, so, so how does it work? Right. Like uh, I have a crypto banking app, right. That I use, which basically acts like a bank account, but for my crypto assets and it only uses crypto assets. Um, and so I put my crypto assets that I control. So big difference, right? You don't control the money that's in the bank. The bank does. Um, but crypto assets you can control, right? Um, you can keep them in your own wallet. You can send them around to whoever you want. You just need an internet connection. You don't need anything else. Um, and so you can send those assets that you control to an application like the one I use that'll do the same things that the bank does, right? They loan out your money to people that need it, hedge funds, institutions, your neighbor, whoever, whoever it might be, right? They charge interest, but the difference is they pay you, the depositor, back 80% of what they make on that interest because they recognize you're the source of the value. You're the source of the opportunity, right? Um, and so what that means is on my um, dollars, right? I can take dollars and I can convert them into a crypto version of a dollar called a stable coin, which tracks the value of a dollar one-to-one. -one. And many of these stable coins are totally regulated. They're audited. They're very, very safe. Um, and I've been using them for years. You can move your dollars from your bank into Coinbase, um, transfer them to stable coins one-to-one -one for free. Then you can transfer those stable coins into this app and you'll start earning uh, around 9% interest per year. Um, and so 9% interest to give people an idea, you know, at 9%, um, your money is going to be doubling around every eight years or so, right? Or, or less, right? So in eight years, you're going to double your money just by being in cash, just by being in dollars. Um, now, I can't tell you for sure those rates are going to stay the same um, because they do fluctuate and sometimes they've been higher. Um, but that's one example, right? And that also works with um, investment type of assets like Bitcoin or Ethereum. You can earn interest on those too. And, and I'm not talking 0.2% interest. I'm talking 4, 5, 6% interest per year, right? And there's no, um, it's incredibly inclusive. Um, there is no minimum deposit. There are no deposit fees. 
There are no any type of bank fee. There, there are no fees. <laughs> in fact, there's no fees. Um, any amount that you put in there will earn interest. You can withdraw any time. There's no lockup or holding period. And you'll actually get paid in installments every week. Um, and that will compound every week. So it's an incredibly, incredibly powerful tool um, that I used, I still use, and that um, you know people need to know about, right? Um, no matter how much money you have, if you have even a few dollars to be able to put away and invest, you want that to compound for you, right? You want that to work for you. Um, and so crypto and these types of apps, and there are others as well, um, give us that power to make our money work for us in this way. Um, and it's never been, it, it's frankly unprecedented. It has never been possible in this way before. Um, and if you take one thing away from this, right, uh, uh, please take that and go try it out. Um, the app I use is called Celsius Network. Uh, I do not work for them. They do not pay me anything. Um, uh, and I, I have a referral code which if you want to take down is Shahar 6ABE, my first name, 6ABE. And um, hopefully Alex can include that maybe in the show notes or something for people that mm -hmm. want. That's good for, I think, $50 of Bitcoin if you deposit. Use it or don't. It doesn't matter to me. Once you sign up, you'll have your own referral code you can use. Yeah. Um, but um, And you should use it, right? Um, use yours. Um um, but that is, I encourage people to just check it out, try it out with, with a few bucks or a few, you know, thousands of, of a Bitcoin or whatever. Um, and you'll see the interest, yeah. you know, you'll see the interest next week. Um, and then you, you'll see it working and I can almost guarantee you're going to want it. You're going to deposit more, right? Because it's going to be so much better than your bank. So I guess, I mean, the, so a question that the original question was like, how do you pay your bills? through passive income, I guess if you have enough, if they're paying out weekly, if you have enough money in that account, you're seeing a weekly interest enough that you can use to pay whatever it is that it can cover. Right. Yeah. So that's um, utilize and that. at the beginning, I mean, look, when I started, I was maybe getting, you know, a couple bucks a week, uh, maybe, you know, five, maybe five, 10 bucks a week at most at the beginning. Um, and so at the beginning, yeah, yeah, it's, you know, maybe some beer money every week that you get that you wouldn't have had mm -hmm. otherwise. Um, but then, you know, the, the power of compounding and the power of holding good investments uh, like crypto um, while, you know, the dollar's going down and, and all of this stuff um, is really powerful. And now I earn, you know, upwards of four figures a week, right? And so that is enough uh, to pay rent. It's enough to buy groceries. It's enough to buy some NFTs. It's, you know, it, and, and, um, you can get there. It took me a few years. I'm not here to tell you it's going to happen next month, um, or anything like that, but a few years sure sounds better than what the bank pays you and, yeah. you know, and, and, uh, that kind of thing. So, like I said, you know, just try it out. Um, just try it out and see what you think. No, oh, absolutely. And, and already, I mean, if you're, if any listener is, has heard what you said, I mean, if it piques your interest, you know, if you can work at a job like you worked at IBM and you don't have to do anything special. Like I talk about the stock market. I talk about, you know, looking at charts and things like that. But what you're saying essentially is you can have a job and just just feed this 
feed the feed it into this app or feed it into whatever app you decide to use. And if you just keep feeding it enough, 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 enough over time, it'll be able to pay you back. And you don't have to look at any charts. You don't have to do any research and find out the next big coin. You don't have to do anything crazy. You can just be patient and and trust that it's going to work, which clearly, clearly it has. Um, now you you're, you're you're been a proponent of crypto for a while, and you started Road to Babylon, which uh, it's RoadToBabylon.com, which is your company. Dot dot org actually. Dot org RoadToBabylon.org, and that is your that is your educational platform. Why did you start that, and and what is the mission of Road to Babylon? Because I love the website, and I know that we're talking about education now. Oh, so thank you. I figured I'd plug that in there. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Road to Babylon.org is my education platform. I, I named it after a personal finance book that I'm a big fan of called Richest Man in Babylon, uh, which is a really short read if anyone you know uh, uh, is looking for something classic like that. Classic. It's a great book. Classic book. Classic, yeah, absolute classic book. It was written in the early 20th century, and you know, it, it still is one of the best personal finance books out there. And, and part of what I liked about that, right, is that I realized, you know, that um, kind of the principles of wealth creation, this idea of creating passive income and investing and doing this sort of thing, like these are ideas that have been around for thousands of years, thousands of years, back since since uh, is since uh, ancient Babylon, in fact, because in ancient Babylon is when they figured out how to make permanent records. And what they figured out was if you, you know, write stuff on uh, soft clay and then you bake the clay. Um, it becomes hard and like permanent. And so they use that to create the first, you know, written laws, Hammurabi's code, and the first kind of titles and deeds to property, right? Um, and once you had that, now you can invest, right? Um, so that's kind of where it started. Um, and I like the idea of kind of juxtaposing um, those old time-tested principles with like the new crazy world of crypto, right? And trying to show people that, it's not actually like the same things apply. You do it the same way, really. Um, just like the medium has changed, right? Okay, okay. I mean, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I know I did. When he told me that he retired at 29 from IBM and doesn't have to work a job and crypto is paying him, I had to find out how. So make sure you head to roadtobabylon.org. I put the link in the show notes. And download or not download, sign up for Shahar's free newsletter. I already signed up. I've been signed up for the last two weeks, and the information is crazy. You're going to want to find him on Twitter, too, at Shahar Abrams. This is only part one, by the way, and it only gets better. So make sure you're here on Wednesday to hear part two. And if you also have somebody else who may not know about cryptocurrency but is interested, part two is where he breaks down crypto in a way that even a 10-year-old can understand. So if you have somebody who you want to tell about crypto, but you don't know how to explain it in a simple way, bring them to tomorrow's episode. Until next time, be well and remember, as you begin searching for answers to life's challenges, don't seek security. Seek adventure.